Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to the Comedy Arcade, part friendly panel show, part vicious competition, where contestants fight with their best anecdotes on mystery topics generated through a trusty bingo ball. I'm Vince Layton, host of the show, Spirit of the Bingo Balls, and Games Master. Points will be awarded for originality, amusement value, and my general caprice and mood on the day. The contestant with the most points at the end of the game wins, but their opponents will be granted a few cheat codes along the way just to keep it interesting. Yeah, Rich has um, just sent me the words fuck, fuck, fuck. So um, sure. I guess we'll, we might see him again. But um, if not, we'll, we'll, we're going to crack on. Cool. Right. Welcome to the Comedy Arcade. I'm very excited. I've got, um, currently I've got an all-woman panel. <laughs> but that's because there are only two panellists. So um, you, you're gonna more than, you're gonna, you're gonna more than make up for um, our absent Rich Wilson. Um, I'll try. I, I believe in you. That voice is Susie Ruffle. How Hello. are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm very well. I'm a bit croaky, but other than that, totally it's, fine. It's nice though. It's a sexy yeah. husk. Well, I feel like I'm doing sort of late night magic radio, sort <laughs> yeah. of like that was Luther Vandross, <laughs> and now we've got Westlife. Yeah. <laughs> you should do that. It sounds yeah, good. Right? It suits you. It's soothing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's that, that's the midnight moment in an Uber crying station, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> yeah. Why are you crying? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm just feeling everything. I'm just feeling so many emotions listening to Roxette. It must have been love. <laughs> and we have the brilliant returning queen, Leslie and Burgess. How are you? Hello. I'm good. I'm very sleep deprived, but I'm having a lovely time already. Amazing. You don't seem sleep deprived. That's, People can't see you, but that's you, true. Look, you look great. Oh, thanks. Thanks. I, I feel it's just because I have my ring light on. I mean, uh. some visuals for the podcast. <laughs> you always you always post like stuff on social media. I, I, I made slightly an effort for that reason. <laughs> <laughs> I, I very much did not wear my pajamas for the reason of going. People will probably see my face. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Leslie, you've already seen the rules because you've played the game. Susie, are you okay with the rules? Not massively, but I think no. I'll be fine. No one ever is, to be honest. That's great. Um, <laughs> That's great. Good to know. <laughs> Once somebody used one of the trick cards and I was so surprised it derailed the whole thing. <laughs> so. Okay, great. Well, I'm I'm happy to just, just try. Just chill. Yeah. We're just going to chat about things. Things great. from this bingo ball. 
that is yes. sellotape closed. So it's almost like I've pre-planned this, but, uh, <laughs> but it does make a satisfying sound. That is a satisfying sound. I like how you still acknowledge that that's the case, even though it's not a live show, so people cannot see it. <laughs> yeah. It's texture. It's texture. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I think, about these scenarios. <laughs> right, so the ball is, I'm shocked. Um, it's celebrity encounters. Who, who have you met? And what were they like? Oh. Uh, go for it. I'm I'm just I'm very annoying with this sort of thing because uh one I'm from Ottawa Canada where there's very few famous people so uh I, it's still eight years into living in London it's still just a shocking thing to me to be able to just see famous people around uh and two I work in a coffee shop as my day job where all the famous people go and so I very much am the person in any conversation where if anyone mentions anyone I'm like oh yeah I know them and everyone's just like stop it like it's just I really I can hear myself and I can hear how annoying it is but I'm just so excited about it all the time but that said actually this it's reminded me of one of my favorite stories ever which actually was in Ottawa Canada it's my one of my bare like my absolute only celebrity encounter in Ottawa which is um one time the actress Misha Barton was filming mm. something in Ottawa and I worked in a coffee shop there as well. And she apparently would be coming in. And so I heard from the owner had two sons uh, and I heard from one of the sons that she was coming in. He was very excited about it. And so this went on for a while. And then one day my friend and I had finished work. We were in the back room, we were grabbing our stuff when the owner's son came in and was like, Leslie, Mark, Misha Barton's here, come meet her. And so he brought us out to meet Misha Barton and it was as awkward as you can expect. Huh. Because she did not, she just wanted a coffee. Like she did not <laughs> want to be introduced to people. And she was like this kid was, he was just like, Misha, this is Leslie and Mark. And, and we're just like, hi. And she's like, hi. And that was the full encounter. But uh, around this came one of my favorite stories that I tell people all the time still, which is the owner's other son, the brother of this one who was excited clearly didn't know who Misha Barton was but clearly was excited that there was a celebrity coming in and so one day he was working on his own and she came in and he saw her and he went are you the Mika Burton it's just right remains oh. like my friend Mark and I this is probably about 10 years ago we still text are you the Mika Burton to each other very oh, regularly no. <laughs> that's so wrong in so many ways it was perfect <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Do you know how she responded? I sadly don't, but I imagine uh, if she was unimpressed to have to meet people who did know who she was, I imagine someone really trying to like highball her and be like, I know exactly who you are and get 100% of her name wrong would not have impressed her at all. No, to be fair, yeah. I wouldn't have been very impressed by that. <laughs> <laughs> I was incredibly impressed. It was amazing. <laughs> because <laughs> I, I did backyard comedy for the first time a couple of months ago and um, they'd spelled both my first and my second name wrong which completely oh, yeah. ruined the moment of me taking a picture of the board because I was like <laughs> I don't know who that person is yeah that's I, not me <laughs> I get that all the time because so I have <laughs> I have too many names and none of them are as simple as they should be so I get that constantly like if people get my name right I'm like oh my god am I the queen like it's sort of <laughs> you know me 
it's, it's been it's been it really blows me away I'm just oh my god you made the effort <laughs> it's such a small effort as well but it does it means so much yeah. uh, it's like well what we would all do for other people easily, but anyone else doing it is just like mind blowing. <laughs> Cause I had to rebrand because my name was, well, people called me Vicky cause it's Victoria, Vicky Layton. But Vicky Layton is um, Sticky Vicky from Benidorm. If you were to Google my name, um, who does a vaginal Benidorm, magic show. <laughs> as in she's not the TV show Benidorm. She's got. She's uh, in the TV show Benidorm, but she is a Benidorm legend because oh, she has wow. this show that involves ping pong balls and light bulbs. Mm. And, and she's uh, an actual person, not a character. She's a real person. So if wow. you were to Google Vicky Layton, you shouldn't <laughs> do it at work. And when my colleagues at work found out, I did not hear the end of it. So no, uh, imagine. And also, can also, you imagine turning up being booked for a show and they're expecting that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, talking my about your mum. <laughs> Also, can we just talk about how upsetting the, I mean, it's a very good nickname, but it's very bad. Sticky Vicky. Can we yeah. talk about that? It's horrible. It is not great, is it? But do you know what the best thing about the whole thing is? Vicky actually is retired, but her daughter's now taken on the mantle of Sticky Vicky. So she's passed it down. It's a family what, vaginal magic dynasty. What's her daughter's <laughs> first name? <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember because it's. I think I've repressed it. I like the, it's got to be Nikki, idea. right? It's got to be Nikki. I I kind of like the idea of it being like Susan, and then she's just Sticky Susan, or just like something that just does <laughs> not. That still that still has alliteration, so it kind of works. So like something that really doesn't work is the funniest version for me. Anyway, the, the, the category was celebrity encounters. Susie, have you encountered a nice celebrity or a shit celebrity? Um, <laughs> I mean, I I I've I've met a handful of sort of famous people um it's sort of uh, I mean I'd say the most famous person I've met I've met a couple of Spice Girls which is good which ones is or? good ones yeah both good ones <laughs> um so I was opening for Joe Lycett and Mel B came that was very exciting she was she one came... of my three favorites <laughs> I couldn't choose <laughs> so she came backstage afterwards and told me I was funny which was a pretty huge day for me and then put a picture of me on her Instagram can you imagine um and then I also met Mel C aka Sporty Spice and this was because I I was I was doing tour sport I've done a lot of tour sport I was doing tour sport for Alan Carr and Alan had been invited to go to the uh <laughs> to the revival of all saints you know the band all saints yeah alan asked me to go as his plus one very exciting do you want to come i mean i was there an hour early of course so we go to coco where the show's on (gasps) i was at that you at that okay so i hate to brag but i was in the friends and family area upstairs sure yeah and so there were lots of friends i I was not i was right the girls around um and I was I was watching All Saints. I was having a great time. I was I was appreciating that camouflage was back. And then um, and then I looked sort of to my left, and a few, you know, maybe like two meters away from me was Melcy. Now I was a huge fan of the Spice Girls. I would say that Melcy was also my favorite. Um, I'm gay. I'm a cliche. I was going to so, say like. <laughs> 
there's I mean sure that the the signs were there <laughs> but um so I said to Al I was like Alan Mel sees over there and he was like oh I know Mel do you want to say hello to her and I was like yeah yeah I want to meet I want to I want to meet a Spice Girl yeah and so Mel took me over uh, Alan took me over and was like oh hi Mel how are you this is Susie she's really funny she does my tour support and Mel's like oh you're nice Susie how's it going nice to meet you and I just stopped talking I just I just didn't I didn't have any words um and 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 then there was sort of a quite a pregnant pause which I'm sure Spice Girls all of the Spice Girls are quite used to especially women of my age being yeah just sort of lost for words at meeting them and then all I sort of managed to say was is um you really mean a lot to me I was probably late 20s at the time maybe 30 and I just said you really mean a lot to me and she sort of went oh thanks and then and then there was more silence and then Alan just went do you know what I'm gonna take her away nice to see you Mel bye and he just took her away Um, that's a good friend it's a good friend for introducing you a good friend for ending that moment for everyone yeah I mean it was pretty uh it was quite embarrassing I mean, not that she'll ever remember, because I imagine those sort of encounters happen to her daily. So if I was ever to meet her again, I would say it's great to meet you. This is definitely the first time that we've met, in case you're thinking we've met before. We haven't, Mel. Um, but yeah, huge fan, apparently. She, yeah. I mean, oh, you must have seen me lovely. on. You'll, you'll have seen me on Live with the Apollo, Mel. That's what it is. That's what uh, it looks yeah, really that's, like. Yeah, that's, yeah, sure. From telly, sure, from the telly. I'm sure Spice Girls, I'm sure all of the Spice Girls sit down together to watch Live at the Apollo, almost certainly. <laughs> and if they don't, they just get up my YouTube and watch it. I'm convinced. Yeah. It's happening. That's that's definitely a thing. Leslie, I was going to say, you you look like you were really ready to say something (laughs) poised for ages. I do think that uh, you mean a lot to me is is quite nice compared to um, something I one time said. I ran unexpectedly into Alison Mosshart from the band The Kills. and also Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. I love her so much. I'm like, I'm such a fan. And I ran into her unexpectedly at a club night one time. And I was like, it was just like in Camden Barfly, like somewhere tiny. And so I'm like, I have to say something. And so I went over and I was like, okay, I have to say the perfect thing. And I got up to her and I went, hi, I'm a big fan. I, I, and I, I, I kind of worship you a bit. It's worse. Okay. <laughs> so I, I, she was really nice about it. I think that's fine. Yeah, that's fair. I don't I think, feel okay think- about it. <laughs> No, but I think musicians know that. They get into music yeah. so that people can say that sort of shit to them. Yeah. If someone said right. that to you, it would be a good day. I, I don't know. Didn't I think I want to go shopping with you. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if I should tell the story because this person really replies to all my Instagram stories, so probably would listen to this. Huh. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll tell you guys later. <laughs> I mean, you'd be great to shop with. You're very stylish. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I just mainly carry around things for a while and then put them back because I go, I can't afford this <laughs> or I just buy everything. <laughs> so I think it would really not Two be speeds. as exciting as I hope. <laughs> oh, my Instagram has got, it knows me so well now. It just shows me things that I think are made for me. It's really stressful. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like I yeah, hate this, I, but I love it. It's so convenient, but it's so expensive. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have trainers that just follow me around the internet. Yeah. Wherever I go, there they are. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's me, me and you, me and you. Um, <laughs> we should be a thing. 
<laughs> right. Celebrity and characters. That was a good category. I enjoyed that. I don't think Rich has ever done that category either. So he's properly missing out. He's sending you yeah, he a lot of apologising. Um, now he never will. Yeah. You <laughs> have to be there, Richard. You have to be there. Yeah. <laughs> um, things that you know that are a mental waste of space. So like the live and kicking number, for example, I could ring in. Could you? I don't know who would answer. I also know the barcode for Cadbury's Cream Eggs because they never scan when I went to Tesco. Nine oh two oh one six oh oh. Sometimes I tweet it just to see who's out there that worked in retail. <laughs> oh wow, that's funny. What don't I know? Because I've got that information instead. Yeah. There. Oh, I've I I don't retain. There are so many things that every year, like the date I'm meant to pay my tax, mm. um, anything. Like I I have a wife. She's also it's I. I I, I imagine being my wife is, I mean, at moments fun, but I think she's, I think it's quite, I'm quite annoying because I, I just constantly fuck things up. I constantly <laughs> fuck things up. I constantly forget to do things. I don't really like, I said to her, like literally just before we started this, I was like, oh, my passport's here. We should put this somewhere. And she was like, go and put it in the drawer before I tell you off. So like, <laughs> And so like, I don't remember really important stuff like that. Like, who are we insured with when I'm in the car and I'm driving all over the country? Like, I should know that sort of shit. And I know, you know, she'll tell me it's Admiral and I'll be like, it's Admiral, it's Admiral, it's Admiral. And then like, if I got stopped, I'd be like, it's nautical. I don't know what to tell you. There's not, I'm going to have to ring her. It's a rank. Uh, it's a rank. Of it's some sort of rank. I'm a corporal. Um, <laughs> I think what's always in my head Auto glass repair, auto glass replace. <laughs> yeah. That's always what? looking Why? around. Why is it there? Why? <laughs> I don't know. And, and it must be taking up room for other things. Yeah, genuinely, I, I know so much stuff that I don't need. Like, why do what? I know all the words to Gangster's Paradise? I, like, yeah, why? you don't need that. I don't I know. need that information. But yeah, I had to really work to learn Nicki Minaj's super bass. That didn't just stick immediately. Much more <laughs> I like that you took the time on that. Oh, I did, yeah. I, I thought that was going to be my thing on karaoke, and then I did it once, and I was like, I'm so white. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'll surprise people. I can rap. No, I can't. Um, I cannot. <laughs> I can say words is what I can do. But, um, yeah, that was not a good use of my time, really. So what's your favourite mental waste of space, Leslie? I, I have a lot of jingles. Speaking of jingles, mm. I, have a, I have a lot of the North American jingles that have stuck with me for years. And a lot of Canadian ones are just so unbelievably underwhelming. Like there's a shop called Fabricland. And so I, they don't take up that much space because they're very short. There's a shop called Fabricland and the jingle is genuinely Fabricland, Fabricland. Um, so that one's there a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, there's sleep country, Canada. Why buy a mattress anywhere else? Ding. Um, <laughs> it's just, there's just a load of them. And every once in a while, I will just sing them to people like I'm doing now and expect it to be interesting in any other context. And it's not. <laughs> enjoyed it. Yeah, because I love you, but you, to, to be fair, you asked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty biased, to be honest. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, no, there's just, there's just loads of those. Also, I realized recently that I remember the numbers from Lost. Did you ever it's watch Lost? Quite, yeah, that's quite niche knowledge. Yeah. 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. They just, I liked it enough at the time, but like, I don't know why I've retained them. 
They do mention them a lot in the show, don't they? It's like the whole not thing. enough for me wow. to retain them. I've already forgotten what you just said. <laughs> Four, eight, fifteen, sixteen, twenty-three, forty-two. Just zoned out. <laughs> I know my dial-up password for the internet from when I was fifteen. That's oh, which wow. is about sixteen wow. digits. That's how often I was putting it in that I still remember it. And now, because it's so random, I use it use bits of it for all of my passwords. So I can't tell you what it is. Because. <laughs> You must be really good with remembering numbers then, because I, I can't, I don't know anyone's phone number other than my own and my dad's. I don't know my mum's. I couldn't, like if I was in a crisis. You I'd, don't yeah. need to really. No, but I can't. Until you do. And then you, and yeah. then you really fucking need them. <laughs> that um, is usually an emergency. I think, I think you've got a skill there, Vic. So I think there's, maybe you could be like a code breaker or something. Oh, I don't have any common sense. Ah, oh, that will be an issue. You I, can, I can't that. apply this. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. It's fucking useless. <laughs> Let me talk to you about the Nicki Minaj stuff again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. <laughs> right. On to the next thing. It's a new category. Um, the best or worst thing you've ever worn. <laughs> oh, God. So I had... Um, so for my 15th birthday my mum bought me tickets to see Destiny's Child a huge day we can all agree wow, for me and my yeah. friend which formation uh the three so okay. Kelly Rowland Beyonce knows Michelle Williams the, the, yeah the, the the best ones the, the best ones let's be honest sure. yeah I'd say so um they were playing Wembley uh it was quite a big deal we were going to be going uh up to London it was it was all very exciting I was going with my friend Emma Sutcliffe um no relation to Peter so um we about so I'm about 15 right so I think we were going in like the May I got the tickets I got the tickets for my birthday which is in January not long after that I found what I considered to be the dream outfit to wear to see Destiny's Child um I want you to appreciate this was around the time of Survivor. Okay. Uh, if you just sort of cast your minds back, they were wearing quite a lot of denim. So I thought, I saw a denim catsuit and I thought, well, this is everything. <laughs> this is everything. And so this is what I will be wearing. So mum bought me the denim catsuit. It's great. I kept it, you know, I wanted to keep it nice and for best. So I obviously didn't wear it. Cut to about two weeks before the uh, the concert so this is you know four or five months later uh i try on the catsuit um i've had a real growth spurt in this time it's not ideal it's not ideal around the vagina it's also not <laughs> ideal around the ankles and there's very little we can do about the vagina other than just accept that that's happened but mum thought we don't worry about the the fact that it's sort of their ankle swingers now we can there's something we can do about this so my mum um sewed on she's a dab hand with a sewing machine she sewed on um some suede fringing oh wow i still don't know uh, if this is your best or worst outfit like i, uh, I, don't read it, I, I mean I, I think it's up to the listener to decide um i will i will let you know that i did look like a shire horse so just sort of the long hair over the hoof. Um, but let me tell you, 
I had a lovely time. I had a really Aww. lovely time, but I'd really filled out a bit since uh, since buying the cat suit. So I, I was really packed into the thing. But um, that's what Beyonce would have wanted. But I think it's what Beyonce would have wanted. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I wanted to wear more than jeans and a nice top. What did so Emma wear? I think Emma went for jeans and a nice top. And probably looking back, she's thinking, um, I absolutely made the right fucking decision there. There's a car crash next to me. But listen, <laughs> people might be listening thinking, Suze, that sounds like a great outfit. Maybe bring it back. And maybe I will. I would like that. Yeah, you definitely Do you does. still, does, does it still exist somewhere? I think I've got even taller since then. So I think what would have become sort of quite an uncomfortable area around the vag would now be sort of a, more of sort of a clinical procedure, which I'm going to, which I'm going to sort of stay clear of, if That's, I'm honest. It's fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. You don't want thrush. Do you know what? No one wants thrush. No. And I no. don't want it. It's, no. it's, it's horrible. <laughs> and, you know, it's, and I, look, I'll be honest, I'm a busy lady. It's the last thing I need. So <laughs> I'll be leaving the denim cat suit where it is. I'm kind of sad that I didn't get to see it. Um, I went to, <laughs> see, I went to see Justin Timberlake, and we all wore um, jeans, ripped like white blue denim jeans, mm. t-shirts that said "We're bringing Justin back," and on the back to Wales. Lovely. And those, those hats, those little gangster hats, white are- with a silver pinstripe. Oh, do you mean like a um, like a trilby? Yeah. Ah. what a look what a look it's very all, strong all different shapes and sizes so it looked like some kind of weight watchers before and after compendium it was a mess. Oh, that's funny it was such a mess I don't know what I was thinking occasionally I uncover the photo and just feel sad for myself <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even like Justin Timberlake that much and then we, we went up to Birmingham it was Birmingham NEC to see him and we got so drunk in the pub before that Several girls can't even remember the show. <laughs> How old were you, Vix? Oh, too, too old for that. Like 21, okay. 22. <laughs> oh, yeah. We were, we were all working in the Admiral Call Centre, funny enough. And yeah, we got, we were. Can you give me a deal on insurance? Probably. <laughs> I'll give it a go. Thanks. <laughs> I worked there for quite a while. I was, um, my favourite feedback ever when I worked in the call centre was, you've been very helpful, but I can tell you don't want to help me. And like, like I felt like I. Safe. Like, I peaked in passive aggression at that point. (laughs) (laughs) I've done everything and nothing for you and and we both know it and you can't complain. (laughs) He did try all the same. (laughs) (laughs) I also got in trouble at Tesco because I, somebody was buying condoms and I thought we were having some, you know, good banter. And I was like, something for the weekend, sir. I didn't (laughs) think that was funny at all. Um, (laughs) I like that. But the supermarket manager was like a benign granddad. So he just treated all the like 17 year old stuff like we were grandchildren. So he just kind of ruffled my hair and went, don't do it again. I was like, I definitely will. (laughs) (laughs) It was really funny. And they're in shiny wrappers. So they're really hard to scan. And people think you're making a production of it to be mean, but you're not. They just don't scan. And then you have to type the number in. So you have to have it at eye height. So you're like waggling these Durex around. Like, Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I once told a smoker who said, oh, that's quite cheap. I was like, you might as well just roll up your banknotes and smoke those because that would be better for you. Again, a complaint. (laughs) (laughs) I said I conscientiously objected to being in the cigarette kiosk. They should have taken me at my word. But um, yeah, I was a little cow when I was 17. (laughs) Kind of missed that. Yeah, I'm a people pleaser now. It's it's, it's 
that's such a good vibe just not that that not giving a shit thing is just i admire that so much i've got a bit of that but also i also massively care what everyone thinks so i'm in a yeah, very strange I, balance i i love the idea of being one of those people that's like i genuinely don't care what people think of me but i i, I do because i'm because because i'm a human yeah yeah very much no worries if not but i'm already worrying yeah like no worries if not but also worries but like, very worried all the time yeah. also I'm terrified a comic. like I stand on stage trying to make strangers laugh like of course I care what people think of me I want yeah. them to think I'm funny exactly we we are by default going to be people pleasers because we are putting ourselves out there and being like please like me yeah we, we actively want to please people as a yes. job. it's nice though what a nice mission in life um anyway what's the worst or best thing you've ever worn Leslie I've been really struggling to think of it because, uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've blocked some of the worst ones probably out of my memory, especially being like, cause I'm, um, I'm six foot three and you know, like quite heavy. And so definitely I've had a lot of things that have not fit the way they should. And lots of, you know, it's tall clothes have gotten better, but you know, there was a time, but the best thing I, or the sort of, well, I mean, this is no, the, this is the amount of effort I put into this outfit for the amount of sort of uh, response I got was was quite upsetting. So I, and it also, is, I used to, it's very confessional. I used to uh, do some cosplay, never like well, but I used to, I definitely had a phase in my life where I used to like go to conventions and, and cosplay uh, when I was a teenager and maybe early twenties, but I eventually got over it. Um, I mean, it's an admirable thing when people can do it well, but it just, yeah, you know, you got to try things in life. Um, and I had one year where I was trying to figure out what my costume should be for this convention. And I was like, oh, I'm going to dress up as Tonks from Harry Potter. It's before we knew JK Rowling is a garbage human. And so I'm like, I'm going to dress up as Tonks, but I'm going to do it in a really cool way where it's not that like, I, so I decided to like do like a low key sort of like casual Tonks outfit. And so I like made a t-shirt uh, for a band that exists in the wizarding world. And I like made a key oh, that's card. Very for good. It was, it was like, I was really proud of it. Like I had all these tiny details. I was like, okay, when, well, apparently when she was in Hogwarts, she was in Hufflepuff. So I made a Hufflepuff tie that I was like, she'd be kind of punk and just like wear a little like, a, like Avril Lavigne style, like just wear a tie with a t shirt. Um, and I had pink hair and I just had all these tiny details that I put into it. And I feel like the entire time I was at the, this convention, no one noticed I was cosplaying at all. Because oh, no. <laughs> I just look like a person wearing normal clothes, but all the thought I put into it, like it was, it, yeah, it was, it was sort of an upsetting thing. Actually, that's reminded me uh, one year for Halloween, I didn't have a costume and I decided last minute, I thought it would be really funny um, to, I was in high school at the time to, as a last minute costume just wear my brother's blockbuster uniform and dress dress like a blockbuster employee and again like everyone was just like oh do you have a shift after school and i'm like no it's halloween oh. <laughs> like, oh, no. it wasn't one of my better halloween costumes but like it's still I'm just yeah no i just i just can't be bothered to change my clothes like was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no i had one yesterday i'm still wearing it <laughs> Nothing sexier than a blockbuster uh, uniform. <laughs> I tried to do a visual gag on my Funny Women semi-final where I talked about things that impulse buys that I'd bought and it was going to queue in and I was going to put my hair behind my ear and I had elf ears on and people were going to go, <laughs> ah, ha, ha, that's what she did. No one got it. 
Oh, so I had to do no. six minutes in elf years with nobody understanding why. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer that. I prefer photos of me with no context whatsoever. I think that's funny. (laughs) I did not get through. (laughs) Yeah, there's just photos of normal women and just me in in the corner covered in glitter with these elf ears on, like an absolute knob. I do remember seeing those photos. (laughs) (laughs) What is wrong with this girl? (laughs) It's just a style choice. (laughs) I know you, so I know what's wrong with you. Oh yeah, well, I played Dungeons and Dragons as well. I already had the ears. I didn't buy them for that. They, <laughs> they were already on site. <laughs> You've got three different versions as well. You've got like some rust, like rustic ones. So like Dobby style. Oh yeah. Oh, and some, like more Legolas <laughs> and then like real big ones. <laughs> so you could choose, you can choose which, wow. which elf you felt like being. That's nice. So, yeah, I was once at a gig years ago, this absolute years ago. And um, I was wearing a a shirt and like a, I think in America they'd call it a sweater vest. Mm. Like a, uh, you know, like a, a jumper with no like sleeves. Tank top. Yeah. Tank top, sure. Like yes, a, that, and I have my, gla- I, I wear glasses, but I don't wear them on stage. And I have my glasses on as well. And, um, and someone said to me, I said, oh, hi, I'm Susie. I'm the middle spot or whatever. And they were like, oh, I never realized you were a character. <laughs> like, I didn't know you were a character act. Oh and I God. was like, oh, no, this is just my clothes. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> this is just what I wear. But I realized sort of as I said it, how sort of desperate I sounded. Like, no, this is what I wear. Oh. And then it was quite an awkward moment. And um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's the end of that story. But it, it was quite stressful at the time. Yeah, that's trauma. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I, I, as Vix knows, because she actually, you've actually bought one of these. I had a thing, I have a thing where I just like to design stupid t-shirts for myself and then order them. And my best one I've done is, uh, I'm obsessed with the Beatles. And so I had the idea to do the cover of Let It Be, but just my own face four times and just to say Leslie over top of it. Uh, and so I did it and it's like, I pulled it off really well. It's, it's, I'm very impressed with it. It was one of my, I started it before lockdown, but I finished it in lockdown. I had the time to do it well. Huh. And so it's, I, it is lovely. It's, <laughs> it's, it, it, it's one of my favorite things. And like 10 people have bought them, which is really nice. <laughs> but when I first got them, I was doing an online gig because lockdown, I was doing an online gig and it wasn't going well. It was more of a workshoppy vibe, which we were not warned about, but that's the, apparently the uh, person running it had not opened it to audience at all. It was not fun. Um, but at one point I was sort of struggling. I was just sort of like, I don't know what else to say. And I was like, oh, look what I made. And I showed this t-shirt that I'd made that I just got and I was so proud of. And the, the woman running the gig was like, is that you? And I went, yeah, <laughs> like me on camera, a t-shirt with my own face, which looks like me on it four times in my name. Um, and she was like, oh, I couldn't tell because the, the, the t-shirt's in black and white and you have green hair. It was just quite, a, it just, that's really stuck with me because <laughs> I, I would think that I would, that, that in grayscale, I'd still be recognizable, but apparently not. That's so weird. It's so very obviously you. I know. I mean, 
to the point where I'm like, I made this. That's my name on it. What a great show that must have been. Oh my God. I'll tell you all about <laughs> it later. It's, it was, that well, sounds uh, like, like, sounds like an anxiety dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, I, I was one of the other acts who was on as a friend of mine. So like after about an hour had passed after the show, I was just sitting in my bedroom feeling sad. And, and I was like, oh no, everything's terrible. After about an hour, I messaged my friend being like, ah, and she was like, yeah, that fucking sucked. And I was like, thank God. Like, it was just such a bad time for all of us. Oh, yeah, I mean, online you, gigs. You just forget that there's audience. Like, it's like people are supposed to be being entertained and we're just all having a chat. Like, yeah, it just was, yeah. My current new job I got though, because I ran a corporate comedy night for them. So, oh wow. That's how I got the job. Uh, nice. Yeah. I am. That's impressive. Yeah, because they do PR. Um, they're a PR agency, and I told them all the worst things I'd ever done in PR to entertain them, with no understanding that a few weeks later I might be interviewing for them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there was. What, is, what are the worst things you've done in PR? Oh my god! Um, I was. <laughs> I was once. I went to a really big party. It was a work party. Um, and I drank and drank and drank and I woke up in the morning and I I get the feeling way... you can be a bit of a loose cannon Vic so I, yeah. I hope everyone's saying that. No, it's, it's, it's valid um, is it on brand okay so I, I woke up and I thought I've got away with it I feel amazing this oh, is brilliant nightmare, nightmare scenario <laughs> nightmare. went for lunch absolutely stuffed myself I had like three items from Itsu I was like mm, delicious and um, I sat in the meeting we were five minutes in I started to feel hot and then I realized no. I was going to be sick yeah oh, I've been there no. I've been there and I just had that moment where you're just, your mouth gets a bit wet. And um, so I went off to the really flashy client toilets who were in their offices and I didn't quite make it into the <gasps> cubicle. So I put my hands up oh. reflexively to catch it. No. <laughs> and then sick wash my own face and the surrounding area. And um then I, I, well, there was a moment where I thought, because it was all over the floor in these fancy oh. toilets, it's all over my face, my hair was wet. I thought, I'm going to have to quit. I'm just going to <laughs> I'm gonna have to leave this toilet, walk out the door, <laughs> forget any stuff I've left in the office. I don't work there anymore. There is no way out of this. And um, then I had to clean it up and it was the toilet roll dispensers that only did it square by square. Oh, no. So that was harrowing. That was a harrowing experience. So I managed to sort of clean it up. It took about 10 minutes or it felt like it took an hour, but it can't have been an hour. It felt when I was on my hands and knees in my business dress wiping oh, this no. my hair into the hand dryer and obviously knowing that the client and the whole team were in there thinking I was having a shit yeah as well. 100% so, and then you don't know what's worse the idea they think you might have been sick all over yourself or you've gone in the yeah of just in case any of you think I've just had a, a shit, shit. <laughs> um, just, I'd actually just, prefer you all to know that last night I poisoned myself with booze I was sick, so. I was sick. And, uh, just I, shout out the stall no I'm just doing drugs yeah, I did that once actually. In um, drugs? I, no, I, well, no. I was in I was in the Ivy, and I don't get to go to places like the Ivy very often. So I was very excited to be there, but I had a stomach bug, so I was in and out of the toilets. And they thought they thought I was doing coke, and so I got kicked out. And I let them think that rather than go, no, actually, it's diarrhea. Yeah, I've got the <laughs> I went, oh no, okay, <laughs> I wasn't. It was something completely different, as anyone who went in after me could have attested. But yeah, <laughs> I thought I got away with it, though. I thought I got away with it. I was sat in the meeting. I was dynamic. I was moving around a lot because I was worried I smelled of sick. And um, <laughs> I noticed the client looking into the cowl of my business dress. No. And I looked down and there were peas in it. <laughs> so she knew and I knew and I just 
without pausing, just tip them down my dress. <laughs> See, oh, I told wow. this story to my current employer and somehow I still work there. So whatever happens next is on them. Basically. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's really, I was really clear. It's not to be trusted. But yeah, that was really early on in my PR career as well. <laughs> so, but yeah, here I am. Yeah, you're still going. I'm doing oh. this. Yeah. You've all bought into the idea this, com- this podcast is doing well. That's why you're here. It's amazing. Yeah. It's, great, <laughs> it's the greatest trick I've ever played. It's like everything you close. <laughs> Anyway, I can't even remember what the category was now. I think it was things that we were wearing. I don't know how we got. Yeah, was, you were wearing peas in your shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was. I was. Well, initially in the cowl neck, but then yeah, shortly into the bra. Um, what a delight! What a, what a delightful employee I was. <laughs> what a <laughs> what lovely a, segue. Oh, I know. What a dream. You never know where the show's going to go. It often does arrive at toilets. I've started to make it a category now because so often it gets there anyway that you might as well like. Yeah. You might as Sarah Barron told an amazing story on the Twitch one and um, the, it didn't record. So nobody will ever hear it, but it was, it was genuinely one of the best toilet related stories I've ever heard. And I'm not, I can't tell you in case it's now in his set. Cause I was, I was crying. I was laughing so much. I was crying and I couldn't stop. Sarah Barron. She's fucking hilarious. It was incredible. Yeah, she's incredible. It was the perfect level of like heartwarming and crass. I don't know how it was done, but it's like, it's beautiful. Right. Anyway, onwards. Um, right, it's a Halloween-y themed one. So it's superstitions. Okay. Have you got any? What do you think of people who do? <laughs> I saw two magpies outside earlier and I was like, well, initially it was one. So I was trying oh, to get no. a cheeky salute off during a Zoom call. With some yeah, colleagues. you've got to I be like, across it. <laughs> I was like, I've got to do this. But then a the second one arrived and I was like, <laughs> Are you, I don't, I don't know about this part. Are you meant to salute at them if there's just one? Yeah. That's what I heard. Okay, yeah, because yeah, no, because yeah, the magpie rhyme is not really anything in Canada, and so I only know about it from living here and liking British things before I lived here. So that's that's interesting. I think that neutralizes the sorrow. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I, I don't know the science. <laughs> I just really like magpies, so I'm excited if I see any number of them. <laughs> they're, they're so pretty. But yeah, when the I second have, one I came have along, tattoos of them. Oh, two. Yeah, exactly. Thank God. <laughs> Um, oh God, I, I don't know. I don't know if I have any. I'm sure I do. That's good. It's good that I'm saying this out loud, isn't it? It's great. <laughs> well, if you if you think about it quietly, it's a really bad experience for the listener. So this is yeah. actually better. <laughs> yeah, this is me going, I am thinking. <laughs> it's my favorite when you just look at blank faces. You're like, great. <laughs> this has not gone well. <laughs> in my like logical mind, I'm like, I don't really believe in anything where I'm, I, I, I believe in, I think I believe in ghosts, but that's a different question. But um, with things like horoscopes, you know, people will say like, oh, you're a Capricorn. I'm a Libra. We should be friends. I'm a bit like, all right, I'll be the judge of that. Uh, are you a Capricorn? Like, yeah. That's, that's I'm a Libra. A Capricorn oh, thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's such a Capricorn thing to yeah, say. Like, <laughs> I kind of have very little time for that. But then at the same time, I'm really like, I'm constantly terrified that like the world's going to conspire against me. So I'll be like, um, I'm not going to be worried if I don't salute a magpie. And then when no one's looking, I'll be like, all right, mate, and give them a little one. Um, <laughs> just in case. Just in case. <laughs> just in case. So I'm, I, I, I don't really adhere to any of it, but I will do it just in case there's a witch watching. 
I am so excited to find out about this magpie salute thing because I think I kind of did anyway because as I said I'm very excited when I see them so I'm probably just the same way I always say hi to foxes I just love them <laughs> they ever say hi back you, you, you know you're meant to bow at a fox in this country don't you <laughs> <clears throat> That's oh what we God. do in this country, the bow at a fox. The <laughs> etiquette of that, the, the audacity to just speak directly to them yeah, before you, do, you, you bow. bow first. <laughs> Wood's got rounds. <laughs> Leslie doesn't I, respect foxes. And that's what I do. All I do is talk about how much I love them, don't I? It's true, you do. It's one of my favourite bits of Leslie's material, but it's quite old now, but I keep demanding it when I go to the games. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. I'm like, do the thing about your favourite fox. Yeah, I, I do. I have been you doing have that a favourite one. I, I have, yeah, well, I have two favourite ones. Should I, should I tell them on the podcast? This <laughs> is so excited. I love All this right. story. Uh, <laughs> And the way I always set it up on stage is to kind of go, oh, you know, sorry, I'm, I'm, I, it's like a bit into the set and I go, oh, I'm so sorry I didn't acknowledge this earlier. I know you've been wondering. The best fox I've ever seen. Okay. And then I, then I tell my story, which is, uh, and this is, this is genuinely true. Uh, one time it was like six in the morning. I was waiting for the bus across the road from my flat and I saw a lady jogging by and she didn't know this, but there was a fox running after her. Right. Yeah, and it made me really, really happy. Like it was, it was great because I, the way I always say it, I'm like, you know, I, I sort of knew in that moment I was an optimist because I think if I was more pessimistic, I would would have thought it was chasing her. But I think mm. it just really wanted to join in. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Like she did absolutely had no clue, and this fox looked delighted. Like it was so happy. It was running along. Was it yeah. running along on two legs or four? Like a dog. Just so I can on get four. an image. Sure. <laughs> like okay. a dog. Yeah. I don't know if it was. Like... Jo- I don't know if it had taken up jogging. <laughs> amazing i would at that point wonder whether i was seeing things i think sure sure um the second best fox i've ever seen (laughs) it was three in the morning i was walking home very drunk from a bar uh big red on holloway road oh Um, i missed that place yeah it's there but someone else has taken it over and is trying to pretend they're big red it's not there's a whole thing isn't there um so I was walking home from Big Red and I walked through a park and as I walked through a park I saw a fox sitting next to a pile of bread just like slices of bread like I don't know I don't know the story behind this pile of bread but it was there and I was really drunk and so I decided that I was going to make a friend so I went and I, I was like I I sort of was like tried tried to tried to approach the fox and as I tried to approach the fox it got up it started to walk away from its pile of bread it feels very weird to just be doing material on the podcast I'm sorry you're not normally allowed I'm allowing this, this is okay like, cool I normally call people out for it it's just because yeah it's just because it's your favorite thing <laughs> so, yeah so, I just I want to hear it <laughs> so 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 yeah so so um it, it got up and started to walk away from its pile of bread and I felt really bad so I went no 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 sorry 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 I'll go <laughs> And as I turned to leave, it went back to its pile of bread. And then the way I say it is material. I'm like, you know, and I, I feel like it's, you know, oh God, now I can't remember my own material because I'm overthinking it. Um, you know, sometimes in life we can really feel like we're intruding or not really know why anyone would want us around at all. But I think as long as you don't chase anyone away from their piles of bread, it's all okay. <laughs> That's such, my, a good, such a good manifesto for life. Nice. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's, I, I genuinely, I, I probably could list more but those are the two I kind of like the idea of to diminishing returns like listing more and more and more foxes but those are <laughs> the best ones and the rest are just like you know I said hi to a fox from across the street and it sat and stared at me for ages and now I know because it was furious I didn't give it the proper respect <laughs> you know like it was waiting for you to yeah genuinely yeah I'm just always <laughs> delighted I just I just love them 
again this is one of these things of not being from this country and so even though i've lived here for eight years just seeing foxes in the middle of the city i'm just like that's so cool do like, they not have do, do you not have foxes in Canada? well they just like i suppose we, they wouldn't be in the middle of the city i guess is the thing you know it's like i think like raccoons and stuff would be more likely that the equivalent to that Okay. Um, yeah. So it just is the thing. Like there would be foxes in like the big field near my parents, like suburban house. But that's that was still exciting, but different. You know. Do you, do you know that during the pandemic, or like the animals, like foxes, but more importantly, uh, not more importantly, but uh, <laughs> more commonly, I guess, rats. Uh, because in central London, that's where so many of them eat because of all the restaurants and yeah. stuff. During the pandemic, rats and foxes have migrated to the suburbs. Wow. wow. So like much so like so many people. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's happening. Margate, full of them. <laughs> yeah, isn't that weird, though? I'd love to know what the, like, whether they, like, how did they get there? Yeah, like, yeah they Is it walk, a tube scenario? Are they on foot? Are they on What's yeah. going on? I find it, I find it very gross. That's, that is so interesting. Not foxes, but rats, it just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. weird Pied Piper situation. Yeah. Maybe. To Brighton. <laughs> Obviously, only the gay ones. Well, of course. <laughs> or allies. You can't have anyone that's sort of not down with the the queers. <clears throat> They're all in the in the sea while swimming. It's great. It's got nude. <laughs> Lovely. <clears throat> well, by virtue of the fact that they're they're animals, they're always naked, aren't they? We need the piece, not. That's true. Well, I mean, the the I feel like he should switch which half he covers. Yeah. I've got a friend that sleeps like Winnie the Pooh, isn't that weird? No, no, it's like, no, it's always pants first. You can't. No, and he's a boy as well. He's a boy. No. no. So it's just like the top of the t shirt sort of rests on his weenie. Is this Tom Allen? Is this what he does at home? No, No, it's definitely not Tom Allen. I know for a fact that he wears monogrammed pajamas. I was going to say, I would would see nothing on brand. Um, That's it. We're done. We're done. All the categories. I know. Aww, I'm guessing. Marvelous. This... That was very fun. Thank you for yeah, having me. Yeah, that was really nice. See, we didn't. We didn't need Rich. No. But no, we don't feel him. bad for him. We still no. miss him, though. Yeah. This is like now he never gets to know what the best thing he ever worn. He's ever worn. Yeah, was. I guess we'll never like, know. We're just never gonna. We're never gonna find and out. He's quite right? a well-dressed man. So. I know. Yeah. So I think it would be good, but it might be surprising. It might be like a vintage sweatshirt that to me just looks like PE kit, but it's from like the 1900s or something. <laughs> I think sorry you know I was gonna say I've seen him in like a massive leotard he might have said that I don't know what is best or worst it'd be up to him I wouldn't (laughs) like to say I think I think Susie that your friend should come on the podcast and then Vix can find out whether the uh Winnie the Pooh pajama look is the best thing he's ever worn or the worst we can we can tell him or the the only that's fine (laughs) I'll I'll speak to Ross and see what he has to say Right. Well, I add up the scores. Um, let's find out what you guys are doing. So this will go out next week, so you can be quite relevant. So what's coming up for you, Susie Russell? Um, oh my God! We need to quickly talk about the fact that you you had Savage Garden Man on the podcast. I had Darren Hayes on my oh, podcast. Oh yeah, I saw yeah. that. I was so excited. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. He's probably one of the best guests we've ever had. I think it's one of the best podcasts uh, we've ever done. Uh, yeah, his name is Darren Hayes, and uh, if uh, I do a podcast called Out with Susie Ruffle, the new series just begun. This week it's Darren Hayes, next week it's Jane Hill, and we've got lots of other great people coming up. 
uh, over the course of the next 10 weeks. Uh, my podcast with Tom Allen, which is called Like-Minded Friends, is coming back. That's coming Yay. back in November. Uh, I'm also on the road on tour. So if people want to find out where I'm going, they can find out all of that at suzyruffle.com. Amazing. That is that's busy then. Busy enough. Just a bit, bit busy. No, I'm so excited. I, I followed Darren Hayes' solo career as well. I was there. He's he's quite, I mean, he's so lovely. He just, I'm in love with him. My brother in law is having artwork made of something. He did a pie chart of what Savage Garden believe in affirmation and how many times (laughs) they're said. So he's got it as like a pie chart. And he asked me if I wanted a framed one (laughs) because he's having merchandise made. And absolutely you do. Can you please, could you please send me the link to that? And I might send what, one to Darren. What Savage God believes, and it's all in this pie chart. And it is, it is uh-huh. really funny. It deserved better. I was like, this is going to go viral, right? And then between us with our 10 followers, it, it did not. <laughs> Please send me the link to that. I will, I will. Um, <laughs> Leslie, where will we find you? You're on tour with Andrew I am, Hill? but I don't know. I think, I don't know which tour dates I have coming up, but like, I'll just keep an eye on Andrew O'Neill's tour and I will occasionally be at some of the shows. <laughs> I mean, go to all of them just in case. I reckon that's... Yeah, exactly. Um, I have a podcast with my friend Katie Mitchell. Uh, It's called A Fun Time with Katie and Leslie. It's very silly and surreal uh, and probably quite irritating in a nice way. And so everyone should listen to that. We don't have many listeners, but the people who listen really like it. Um, I'm on social media. I'm Rainbow Ziggy on Twitter and Instagram and Boobsly on Facebook uh, because it's a reference to a very old joke I haven't done in years. Um, and I co-run a comedy club second Friday of every month at Aces and Eights in Tufnell Park called Troy Club. I co-run it with Andrew O'Neill, who I'm doing tour support for. It's so, so great. It's, it's like, there's one there's tonight. There's no night like it. There's no night like it's it. It's so fun. Uh, there's one tonight. Uh, most of the people who book tickets so far are my co-workers, which is nice, but also I hope more people, can we have, we have someone from Red Dwarf as a headliner. Like, I'm sure we'll, yeah. Hey, Holly. Yeah, like, I was so excited when I saw he was touring again. He's really funny. Um, I haven't ever seen him. I'm excited to see him. But. I told him about, because basically one of my first encounters with stand-up comedy was on a Red Dwarf VHS that I had, because there were some extra bits at the end and it was some bits of his stand-up. And there's a joke that he did about his dog and how his dog is basically so bougie that he wanted the tap run loads before he filled the water up. And I just vividly remember word for word this joke. And that's when you, that's, that's always been my aspiration to have one thing that gets quoted. Cause for me, Susie, for me, you're, it's the Baileys for me. Oh, thanks. Every time I have Baileys, I think of that bit that you You do. My mum. Yeah. Having a pint (laughs) In a not weird way. Just like, what is the unit of measurement for Baileys? It's, It's not clear. It's might really a, not clear. Might have babies. But yeah, so I told him that, obviously. I was like, let me talk to you about a joke, Norm. Oh, I bet he loved it. <laughs> I bet he loved that. I was such a nerd. <laughs> so I met Robert Llewellyn as well. He was Crichton because um, I used to work in car motor and he does like electric vehicle stuff now. So I came oh. up with a really superfluous reason for us to go out for lunch. And then he came and I was just like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get him to come to one of my gigs and I'd only done about 10. So I'm really glad he didn't because it would have been shit. But um, Susie, you are the winner, but it was very, very close. Um, There's a lot of pressure because it was was two of you. It was a head to head. um, The real winner is is obviously the listeners because it was really fun. So thank you so much for coming on. You are now free to go. Thanks for listening to the Comedy Arcade. There'll be a new episode next Thursday with new balls and new guests. If you liked it, 
like us any way you can and subscribe and tell all your friends also tell us we're in all the usual places on all the social media and if you didn't like it i've been sean walsh and this is what's upset you know the usp is it's only 15 minutes hey it's Paige desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.